Welcome to our table, you beautiful human animals, for fun, health, and more. We'll dig into behavior and living right, plus other good things, with some laughs and hopefully a little insight. This is Better Health and World. I am Matt Krogamo, a credentialed writer and personal trainer exploring how to maximize every day of the human experience at Matthew J. Better. Here as usual with fellow health enthusiasts and cultural commentarians, Joe Neubauer at Jonah's MMA. How we living, everybody? And Gabrielle Tambowen, also our in-house nursing student at Gabby underscore T. What up, guys? Hear them and me also on Better Fight Cast, your tightest scrubs of the UFC and all things mixed martial arts for seasoned vets of the purest, best of sport you can follow and you rookie fight fans. Actually, the last two weeks... It has been Joe Neubauer at Jonas MMA and Sean Neubauer at MMA underscore Insomniac, one of the founding members of the table here, but he lives elsewhere. But he comes back periodically, just never when I'm here. But Joe and him are the true historians of the sport, so you should definitely check them out on Better Fight Cast. You can subscribe to that and this, Better Health and World, on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. Now... Let us dig into the purest and bestest, everything and anything else, right after this word from legal. Although Matthew Crocobo Jr. is a certified personal trainer, he is not acting in this capacity on this program. All information presented here is strictly for educational and entertainment purposes. Furthermore, should he reference another person, program, or piece of literature, he is not necessarily endorsing every position or opinion that entity might represent. Please consult the appropriate medical professional before making any serious changes to your diet or lifestyle. Boom! Thanks, Legal. Well, guys, I got no plan. I like to go nuts. I like to do free form. There's a lot of different things we can talk about. There are a couple of topics scrawled down here in the wood that I scrawled last week while we were on the mic that I was going to possibly research, and I sort of did not really do that, but that's fine, because we did a lot of research on air last week, and I think it turned out pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we like to fly by the seat of our pants. It's created by this medium. It's organic. It's spontaneous. It's impromptu. We got, we got some things. I don't know. And uh, I'm not even worried about keeping the pop culture things separate from everything because it's all part of a truly integrated, healthful lifestyle anyway. Healthful lifestyle anyway. So, you know, we like to talk movies. We like to talk everything. We'll see. We'll see what's up. Uh, I can definitely talk pop culture. I was the entertainment editor for my high school newspaper. I was a thrice-published poet and a columnist for two publications, in addition to producing my own film shorts and writing a variety of screenplays and (sighs) movies. The medium that binds humanity and these nichified times are something that just speak to me and speak to my soul. I still keep an ear out for directors and producers and writers and stars of quality these things are the canon of the human race and uh, just just fascinating as much as it is to study food and mental health and all the stuff that we love to get into here so why not start with the uh, oldie but goodie how we live in everybody we got head nods and we got a we got a ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> nice. No, we got some I, drama. We got controversy. Humans, humans love soap, soap operas. So, <laughs> now so I feel like I, uh, it's always. I say this all the time that you know, whenever something happens, 
it's you know it's, like interferes with the routine of like the working out and the eating healthy and then it's hard to get back on track what disrupted your routine of our vacation what? oh i feel like i haven't that was been like able two to... weeks ago and you're still yeah i okay. still haven't been able to what well, is happened i've been feeling not as it's hard to get back motivated back i know once i start i'll be be able to just do it every day because once i get in the routine Holy i'm how fine long was but... your vacation have is this 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 is the third tuesday like in a row right so, so it was, yeah, it was four okay four so it was okay i don't think it's been the vacation i think it's just because a i haven't felt like it lately and b our house is really hot it's funny the way you said felt was almost like a swear word like it felt yeah. like a swear word that's how i feel like, 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 I I just, I, like it like i'm like, so honest and really like, i really i was like oh i got it oh no i don't need to edit that uh-huh. it's all good <laughs> like I, I that's how i'm just so honest about yeah, the these hot. things i can't the sit hot, there and the keep hot does excuses. not make it easy like i'm i'm be i'm just honest it about get really it really hot a, in our house the days i had time i just honestly didn't feel like it i wanted to do something else and b um, the house has been really hot, and I just feel disgusting all the time. It's hard to explain. Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel disgusting all the time. It's been really hot outside in, in Maryland the past couple weeks. Um, oh, it's been it's been silly. Mm-hmm. It has been just silly outside. And um, I've been eating better. I'm oh, not eating good. that bad. Like, I, this weekend I took off, but that was planned and on purpose. I just wanted yeah. to do what I want. And um, but I haven't, I haven't really been eating too bad. I've been, you know, like tonight we had grilled chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been making sure I've been eating broccoli, drinking water, doing all that good stuff to keep your nice. vitals going. Um, I'm not, I haven't been eating perfect where like you're trying to get in great shape, but you know, mm. you gotta you gotta give some and take some sometimes. When you start getting in your thirties, it's it's about. I think it's a lot of oh, it's yeah. about quality of as, life. As, to quote um, Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange, we're in the end game. Yeah. Once you're 30, it's like all right, everything everything counts. Yeah. <laughs> like, everything really counts and everything yeah. lasts. Like yeah. this is the time. This is the. This, I mean, you never should start smoking, mm-hmm. but that's when you really need to stop smoking because mm-hmm. that's when it really starts to stick around. One of the, one of the the one of the people who really influenced everything here at Better Health and World, which you know the very one of the very earliest ideas and something that still runs rampant throughout the ideas that we try to profligate here is that is is to you know basically live as healthy as you can realistically while still maintaining all the other aspects of the optimal human life so and one and there was a a book i believe the doc, the guy's name was dr mark hyman but i could be wrong i don't remember his name i don't have him in front of me i wasn't planning on talking about it but he's one of my earliest influencers for that because he wrote the book the healthy guide to unhealthy living and he was very realistic about you know not trying to be because if you're too uptight to your people and you're trying to tell them to live this healthy lifestyle if you're too over the top they're gonna be like all right well there's no way i'm gonna be able to be a saint so i'm gonna eat some chicken wings followed by french fries at 3 30 in the morning once i get done with my bar shift like mm-hmm. i don't like okay you can that sounds great guy but no I, I can't like there's just no way so instead like small permanent whatever and uh just being realistic with people and one of the things that he says is you know smoking it's fine pretty more or less kind of up until you're 30 but once you're 30 the the, the effects really do last and his was one of the things that really scared me away from you know indulging in tobacco is because it paralyzes your cilia which filters out toxins for an entire 24 hours and he said even one even the smallest taste will freeze it so even if you're trying to be a moderate cigarette smoker smoke one cigarette a day you're still you know that you're still you're opening the floodgates to bad things 
Um, so yeah, 30. Makes sense. When you're 30. And also, as far as getting into shape and staying in shape, this is the time. Wait another 10 years, good luck trying to get rid of that flab. You know, by then, who I'm not, you know, things are set in place, whether it's because of hormones or whatever. Like, good luck. Good luck climbing out of that hole. You can. It's possible, but it's, it's harder. The longer mm -hmm. you wait, the harder it is. It's funny when you think about younger kids that are all about it, but they still eat, like, garbage. And I wonder, are they going to be able to sustain? No, because I was that younger kid. Well, some will. Well, but did you have a six-pack? I was never one of the, I mean. Almost. Oh, yeah, yeah? I did it once, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. When I was in my early 20s, I was in fantastic shape. Oh. Um, I was single. I was having fun. Oh, well, screw you. I, mean, I worked that's out awesome. a lot. Great. Um, Great. That's the other thing is when you're single, you're I was in shaped shape. much, much closer to being a fire hydrant in my early mm. 20s. Much more than no. I am now. When I was younger, I, I've had more battles lately. You know, honestly, when you're over here, I've had more battles than I have. I've had in a long time. Well, yeah, when you're yeah. Yeah. it can be yeah. over here. Kind of easy, easy to get comfortable. Even like before I got about. with Gabby, there's something about <laughs> the single lifestyle. I stayed in fairly pretty good shape the whole time. Not six pack shape, but then. you got that fire under your belly or whatever. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's a I fire in your belly. But you know what else it was? Without two kids else. running around, I just had a lot of free time. Mm -hmm. Like even working, you know, forty to little over forty hours a week, I had a lot of free time where I didn't have any commitments. Um, all I had to do was go to work and everything, all the other time I had, mm. I was a true loner. Mm. Like I'm one of those, I just kind of live and see where I ended up at by the end of the day. Mm. Just kind of did what I wanted to do. I went out a lot. Um, I'm there a while at work, uh, a way for me to stop going to the bar so much was instead of going to the bars, I started going to the gym. Mm. So that way, even if I wanted to get a, you know, like maybe one drink after the gym, that's all I could have because I already cut most of the bar time when I got off work at the mm. gym. So no matter what, after yeah, that. Yeah, keeping yourself busy and setting, yeah, that's 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 key. Mm -hmm. And that's something I've been trying to get even better at, making lists, making schedules. Mm -hmm. What do you want to do? What are your goals? And, and, and another big thing when you're single is you don't eat out as much, especially in the beginning of a relationship. Like a lot of times when people get in the beginning of a relationship, you go out a lot because you're you're meeting this person, you're still learning about this person, mm -hmm. and you're trying to have fun experiences by going to new restaurants, uh, just doing a lot of different things you're just not used to doing. Yeah, how about that second date uh, at my place? It's uh, and that doesn't sound good. It's just because I, that's where the, <laughs> yeah. that's where I got the cast iron and the graph yeah. said butter, baby. That's it. I swear. That's all. <laughs> but for a girl, she's like, I don't know you. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. You know, you want to be somewhere, it's just, it's, it's like, I do think there's a difference in a lot of people that are single or when they're not single anymore, that, that drive kind of goes away towards that, maybe because it's insecurities, you want to get, you know, the end goal always is seeing everybody that tells me they're single and they don't want somebody. I'm just like, you're a liar. Like you can say that for there's there's certain points in your life for a little bit you might want to be alone. Usually people Nobody are saying that. Usually yeah. people are saying that it's like I don't want anybody because I need to focus on things for my own self. Mm -hmm. And I mean it is it's kind of that's biology. Find another person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> animal vegetable. Well, I don't know about animal vegetable mineral, but mammals. <laughs> Having that other person helps out a lot. Yeah. Helps out a lot. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean I don't know. That just just been hot um <laughs> i haven't been getting the exercise in i've been hot oh <laughs> uh, yeah i got this girl locked down so i can get flabby i'm so yeah i'm, so, I'm so saucy 
And then the kids. I'm good. Then there's the kids. I'm so attractive. I mean, you would think all the running around you do after them, you'd be in better shape, but now it's just a lot of picking <laughs> up and pulling away. Um, and then they did the food they waste. Oh, I'm one of those. I don't like to see food wasted. So they'll eat it. Yeah. yeah so like, <laughs> I've been there. And they eat all the munchy uh, foods, man. It's like pizza and chicken tenders and macaroni and cheese. Who could have just throw that away? It is funny how kids' food is garbage. It's uh, they give the kids more garbage than they give us because their metabolism is still fresh. Yeah, I guess they yeah. can handle it. That's all they'll eat mm-hmm. for the most part. Speaking of saucy, one of the notes that I had scrawled was hot sauces. I would give a couple of brands of some hot sauces that don't have junk in them. I love and a lot of them have there's like a preservative or something that's not the best even those are still going to be better than a lot of other condiments out there you know ranch is not really i mean a little bit is okay i guess but you know hot sauce is going to be better than ranch they say ranch is better than mayonnaise but do people realize what? ranch is made with mayonnaise yeah it's buttermilk and mayonnaise and then ranch right. seasonings right i mean sugar is the thing that you want to avoid in your sauces and then, you know, oh, yeah. preservatives are another thing. Crystals is a hot sauce also that I love. Crystals I love crystal. And crystals is just, there's nothing in it. It's just, it's just pure. Spicy. It's pure ingredient. Yeah, it's good. Um, I mentioned Frank's. I don't, I think Frank's has the thing in it that you don't necessarily want out of your hot sauce. As does another one that I love the taste of, but it's behind the crystals. And if I run out of the crystals at home, that's going to be my emergency until I can get to the store to buy more crystals or something else. Just tapatio. I believe that has the the gunk in it that you don't want. It's hard. It's hard out there. So, crystals in Tabasco. I'm not crazy about Tabasco. So no. Maybe it's a little too spicy, or it's just not got enough of the I don't know the buffaloiness. Yeah, doesn't have enough like oomph to it, like the flavor for me. It's just not. Yeah, there's not much flavor. It's just it's just spice. Tabasco. Tabasco. It's just all it's it's heat. It's all heat yeah. and yeah, no just, substance, I guess. But a lot of people like that. Crystal's stuff. got a crystal's got a lot of heat, but it's still got some substance to it. Tabasco is more just a red pepper cayenne sauce. That's pretty much. I it. mean, it's pretty much the spicy. That's why it's healthy because there's no garbage, and the fact that it's so spicy is probably why it doesn't need anything to help preserve like, it because it's already lava. For Tabasco, all you need is just a couple dabs. Lava and doesn't like need your to go eggs in the fridge. or something. It's more. I use Tabasco more as a seasoning, not as like a chicken wing sauce or or, or yeah. a marinade. It's just. It's like if you need red pepper or cayenne or something, just do a couple dabs of that. Yeah, man, kinda, a couple of dabs. You, like you get some like hot sauce, chicky man. It's good. Man. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mix it with eggs. I like some yeah. dabs. Really good. Chicken, man. Just add a little chicken spice so to your much food. I'm trying to think of any other hot sauces that are popular that that's big, but those. Well, well the four that I went through. Well, Frank's has like butter in it. Yeah, Frank's is, I'm sure Frank's is good, but it definitely Well, I don't know butter. if it's got butter, because butter is not necessarily a bad thing. Just because... Uh, you also mentioned mayonnaise earlier. Mayonnaise is not necessarily a bad thing either. It just depends, you know, how, you know, you don't want too much, and it depends what else is in it. If you get full fat uh, mayo, and you only use it in moderation, you're good. Really? I, I, mean, I always thought mayonnaise was, like, really bad for you. It's There's so much... I don't know, propaganda, leftover propaganda out there. I mean, there's a lot of things. I, I personally don't like the diets and the lights and all that stuff. I just don't trust it. But there's a lot of literature out there that a lot of, you know, quote-unquote official things will still recommend those over the full the full deal because mm-hmm. fat's been demonized. Because mayonnaise that's looks leftover. like fat. Like, if you ever see a tub of mayonnaise, it's disgusting. The fat's fine. Yeah. It just depends how much you have. A little bit of fat. Fat is over double the nutrient content 
uh, you know, double the double the caloric content of carbohydrates, and that it can be more, it can it can sustain you for longer. So that's why a nice breakfast full, you know, with with a couple of healthy fats can really be a boon to one in the morning and keep them sated for most of the day and leave them less inclined to need to hit up the vending machine or eat the you know eat from the tray of communal muffins that show up in the break room at work or whatever it is stuff it's crap it's garbage it's garbage um there's a place for carbs but those muffins that are hanging out are not good for you you don't want to start your day with one of those. It's a big hit of sugar, and it's going to make you want more sugar throughout the day, and it's energy that's going to fade quick. If you get some healthy fats and you keep those kind of sugary things more towards the middle of the day or even the end, you know, the end of the workday when you're more likely to be able to engage in some physical activity, much, much better. I always heard the healthiest fat was avocado. Avocado is great. I hear it's a very and hummus. I can't. St I I am like completely over the taste of avocado. Like I I burned out on avocado twelve years ago when really I don't know if it got popular then. I think it comes in waves. I you know it speaks to my diet, but I just I'm over. I don't like avocado. <laughs> like I'm over it. I love guacamole. Well, I, mean, I like just guacamole. Not I don't know. Not really just avo not avocado. Well, the avocado. I'm, very, I'm, very, I'm very still plain. determined to get more creative with it and use it. I think it can be something because I'm you know when you're trying to eat healthy and super clean and i do that in waves uh it can get kind of boring and you almost don't want to neglect any food group except especially something as nutritious as avocado very healthy fat it's great but man they're just always you know when i cut them open they're all you, you for one you gotta eat it right away avocado is mm -hmm. not gonna oh, hang yeah. out at all so no. you gotta you gotta put that you gotta put that whole thing away God, that's just so much avocado. It's just so much texture and just, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, how did you ever like this at all? How did you ever like this in the first place? <laughs> but it can be good as a garnish with some meat and some other stuff and jazz it up with some crystals. You know, there you go. Some lemon, some salt and pepper. Just straight avocado with lemon, salt and pepper is not enough for me. I remember I did that. I did that the last time I was like determined to try to force myself to like some avocado. Just, ugh. I don't know how y'all do it. I don't know. Or avocado. Oh well. What other food were we, we were just talking about? Something else before avocado came up. We were talking about Mayonnaise. yeah, Mayonnaise. full fat Mayonnaise. stuff. That's right. Breakfast about breakfast stuff. I mean, I went on about eggs and stuff very recently. I think the last two weeks. I always drop lately on my eggs. I drop. I mean, other than the veggies, I drop a little bit of guacamole on top of it. Just give it a little that help. So always here. Speaking of avocado, fat. I like to crack an egg on top of a chicken breast. Call it the family tree. Nom 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 nom. Egg on top of chicken. I mean, I think you crack that an probably egg would on be good. It might be borderline good. sacrilegious. I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> I like over easy eggs on just about anything except. That's dessert. what I'm talking about. I never thought about it on dessert. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> an over easy egg on a piece of chocolate cake wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe a piece of like bread pudding or something. It might mix in okay, but I don't know about that, man. I mean, you're mixing two different varieties. I don't know if they go together. Eggs and chocolate. I don't yeah, know, man. I mean, I'm, scared <laughs> I'm feeling adventurous. I'm scared to eat eggs on a chocolate bread. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a note here that I'm not gonna look at until next week. 
Over <laughs> eggs, chocolate cake. I'm going to understand that. I mean, I guess if you... I like the... I don't eat it probably it, It's probably foul. That's probably really gross. I don't eat pancakes, but the only way I do eat pancakes, I'm not a lover of syrup. I always thought syrup was so sugary. Um, you just put mounds of it on top of your pancakes. I wasn't a fan of it. Mm. I liked a little bit of syrup, but I always liked over easy eggs on top of my pancakes. Yes. So if you ever had over easy eggs over easy eggs on top, eggs of, on top pancakes, of those maybe. awful high sugary breakfast carbs are the best things in the world, man. Some over easy eggs on top of some egos. And it's funny because we've mentioned a couple of things. I mentioned how we're just going to go crazy. We might just go right into pop culture. The syrup, as well as the egos, both make me think of both make me think of Stranger Things. And I am on the eighth episode of Stranger Things two right now. God, we watched what the first episode? No, we haven't been on the. I don't know why, it. and we don't even have a reason Bruh. why we haven't Bruh. watched it. Busy, good. Oh my God! One of the best <laughs> TV shows ever, probably. I would say. It's hard when we these things get when these things get so much hype. It can be hard to really appreciate them yeah, in a but vacuum. Yeah, now the hype is down. But man, so it's probably a good time to watch. They're it. so good. And the second one, the things that they have done with it, like I, I you know, I, I, I am very picky. I'm, I get mad when I feel like my time is wasted by a movie or a TV show. I don't. I do not want to see the same thing over and over again. I don't want a band to release the same album over and over again. I want you to evolve. I want you to f further the thing. I, I don't want you to think you only had an idea for the first season. You caught lightning in a bottle, and now you need to retread it and turn out another season. No, I want to think that that I want the second season to convince me that the first season was the first like fifth of your overarching vision for whatever it is you're going yeah. for with your television series. I'm on five good seasons. I think that's where I'm at these days. I want to be convinced of that first season. You know what you're doing, and you're not just going to have a bunch of random stuff. I don't want J.J. Abrams lost. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that ever again in my life. If I ever feel like I waste so much time in something, and it just peters out, just like, just so pathetically. That's why I am reserving my judgment for episode nine of Star Wars. Like J.J. Abrams, like you got, you got to, you got. Is that the newest one? You got to show it to me. It's not out yet. Oh, the last one was Solo, and Episode Eight. J.J. Abrams was too busy to do, I guess. I don't know because Ryan Johnson did it, and now he's been given the next trilogy, but they gave it to him before the critics and the audience had a chance to react to Episode Eight. I don't approve. <laughs> I don't approve. <clears throat> And I'm very scared about what J.J. Abrams has going on. Like, if he didn't tell Ryan Johnson to do what he did with the characters, you know, with with Old Man Luke. Like, what did you do to Old Man Luke, Ryan Johnson? Like, I was fine at the time. But in retrospect, I, I, I mean, you know, Return of the Jedi Luke is possibly the best character in the entire Star Wars saga. Mm -hmm. The only possible exception is Harrison Ford in any of the first, any of the original three movies. Yeah. Only person who, but but man, like Jedi Jedi Luke, Jedi Luke, uh, and and the, you know the follow up to Jedi Luke, uh, and then this guy's got the new trilogy, and then that's and, and then JJ and that's not even JJ Abrams, but I, I, yeah, ugh. Mm. Right. How how? I've still never seen a Star Wars. Did we get there? We're talking about Stranger Things uh, and Egos and eggs. <laughs> oh, the syrup. <laughs> The syrup came up in Stranger Things, and I wasn't even going to bring it up, but it came up in... I don't want to spoil it, I guess. I had some issues with the scene, but... 
there was some comedic relief with uh, one of the main characters' younger sister spraying too much syrup on her waffles or pancakes, and her mom was yelling at her. And it, it even though the joke in and of itself could have been written a little bit better, that is an exception because a lot of the humor in that series does land, and a lot of every most almost everything in that series does land. So when something like that does stand out, it's kind of a backhanded testament to it because it's still not that bad, and most of it is so perfect. Um, and uh, you know it's just great it, you know it, all the elements that they're able to balance and the throwback to making you feel like you're in the 80s and mm -hmm. it's still got all the modern advantages of someone trying to Those tell a story. Those kids really look like kids from the 80s don't they? They're they so throwback. magnificent. I mean they make yeah. you think of I mean Stephen King's original It the, the television miniseries and Have you seen the new It? Uh, it's all it's on the list. I think I'm going to see it soon, okay. but no. And uh, as well as uh, Stand by Me, another Stephen King thing with the, like young kids running around getting into trouble and stuff like there's. Uh, I mean, South Park made fun of that trope. You know, kids in the '80s searching for evil in the woods. And I'm very excited for the new season of South Park, by the way, because they were actually looking for the Mr. Garrison Donald Trump <laughs> character. And oh my God, South Park is murdering it. I miss them so much. I can't wait for them to come back. <laughs> Um, it just, oh God, I don't, I, I just, I don't want to spoil things, but, you know, watching Stranger Things and I've talked enough about the Blade Runner movies and Ridley Scott inspired things and dystopias, like it just, it makes me want to make a movie with like synthesizers in the background going, and like the, they do such a good job with it. It's it's mm -hmm. it's great. It's a masterpiece. I love it. I love it. Stranger Things. Top yeah, that's a show I actually forgot about. We were talking about a show we want to, you know, trying to. We always get on. I don't know if you do this or if anybody can relate to this. We get on Netflix or Hulu or any of these type of strip Amazon Prime, mm -hmm. HBO, Showtime, any of them. All we do is look for hours. Yeah. Like we'll sit there for an hour looking for something. HBO to watch. now has sucked me in like that. We talk about movies we've seen or what we want to see, but we never start one. Mm -hmm. And we just sit there for like an hour in front of the TV looking for a movie before we finally watch an episode of something like Modern Family and go to bed. Yeah, when you were talking about Stranger Things, I was going to say, don't you rewatch stuff? I can't. I, I don't like rewatching stuff very much. Well, Some we stuff haven't rewatched uh, Modern Family. That's we're, It's the ninth season. We were Oh, so you're still watching out. new yeah. episodes. We don't rewatch a lot of things. Oh, okay. There's a couple of things. I'll rewatch something. If I'm really excited about it and the series is about to come out and I want to brush up on, yeah. I'll watch like a couple episodes maybe just to catch up, like to see where it was at. Because mm. um, sometimes between shows, it's just a long time. Mm. Especially these like um, Netflix, this new wave of TV that comes out. Um, I was saying earlier, it's so cool how Netflix, when they release a series, it's the whole series. Mm. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to wait week it's by nice. week by that week by binge. week. It's the whole thing. And, um,. You know, I, one I'm really excited about coming out soon is Ozark's coming back. Ah, okay. Big fan of that show. Yeah, I gotta put Stranger Things on the to-do list. You gotta watch Stranger Things. It's a magnificent series. <laughs> it's so good. The guy, uh, I mean, Winona Ryder gets top billing, of course. Uh, I mean, she is the mother of Will, who is one of the most important important characters in the series even though in the first season he was sort of like the MacGuffin like the briefcase of Pulp Fiction like he was just 
almost a device to make everything else churn. Mm-hmm. But God, and just uh, like the like the like the like the the trope from the first one where you know, spoiler alert, where Winona Ryder thinks she is channeling her son's thoughts and she's got the alphabet written you know she's got all the letters of the alphabet like a almost like a giant ouija board above the couch mm-hmm. and the christmas lights and he can light up the different christmas lights like they there's a similar similar thing going on with with something and i you know i'm not going to spoil that about with the second season that i just I think it's completely brilliant how they did it, and it's not too obvious. And it's, I just, I, I like, I like, I like what, you know, I like what they're doing with it. And also, the okay, so I was talking about Winona Ryder's the first main character, I guess, other than the kids. I mean, the four, or five, or six kids are kind of the main characters, yeah. and then you get Winona Ryder, and then next you got uh, the police chief. I believe his first name is Jim Hopper, Chief Hopper. And that guy, like, I was convinced that the, that actor was, like, he, I thought he'd been around. Like, I was, like, like, like a Nick Nolte, Jeff Bridges, neither one of those, but, like, who, who, and he's just a dude who's not really done anything else other than this movie. Like, he, other than this TV series, like, he, he his role is so profound, and he's got such a presence. Like, I, I just assumed that he was already sort of, like, a Kirk Russell-style, like, legend in the business. But this is, this is like his big this is like his his big well i don't know about his big tr- premiere or anything but this is what's blown him up i gotta look at, i gotta look him up now <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, what's going on oh the internet mcafee is protecting me thank you so much mcafee david harbour jim hopper He played Dexter Tolliver in Suicide Squad. I don't know who that is. I didn't know he was in Suicide Squad. I try to forget about that movie. Good. That's 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 a wise move. He was in Revolutionary Road, a Leonardo DiCaprio Kate Winslet vehicle from 2008, which I have no idea what that was. I don't remember that at all. Uh, he was in the Seth Rogen driven Green Hornet in 2011. He played Scanlan. You know I bet he was the bad guy. I bet he was the bad guy. I like that um, Seth Rogen Green Hornet movie. I remembered enjoying it. I didn't think it was that bad. Detour! No, I don't want to buy it. I'm not going to dive deep into Green Hornet to find out who Scanlan was. Uh, he was on an episode of Drunk History. Yeah, David Harbour. So he's been in a couple of big movies and all that. He was in Black Mass. There's John Morris. Black Mass was pretty dope. I mean, I'm someone who was very quick to trash Johnny Depp. It's a little more recent work because I'm sick of it. But Black Mass is one of the best things. Were you a big Johnny... fan of Depp? I, I love Depp. In Edwood. In Edward Scissorhands, in Sleepy Hollow, that's like the Tim Burton Johnny Depp masterpiece trilogy right there. And then they just kept going with the remakes and kept doing crap. Even though I heard, I hear Sweeney Todd it actually is excellent, and they did a decent a job in uh, 
Dark Shadows, which was interesting. But I never cared about the source material. That was an old TV series, and I think they, sh I think it was more dramatic, and they made the remake a little more comedic. But they still pulled it off. I think Nicole Kidman might have been the female lead in that. So I mean, that was cool. But overall, like I just and like we talked about recently, you know, now Tim Burton's remaking Dumbo. It's like, can, 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 did you forget how to write a script? I mean, do you, do, I mean, Edward Scissorhands. Like we loved Edward Scissorhands. We loved Edward. Uh, I feel like I'm forgetting some. I mean, and as far as Johnny Depp without Tim Burton, I mean, he'll always, always have a special place in my heart for Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Like that movie, like that, 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 uh, that, that's that's a performance. I mean, that performance is so profound for Johnny Depp. He he plays a little bit of Hunter S. Thompson in every single movie that he's played ever since. He brought some Hunter S. Thompson with him when he played Jack Sparrow in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies and now people just say he brings Jack Spare and I guess there was like some Keith Richards in there too but I mean I, just, I still see that that role and that's such a mm, such a brilliant movie and Benicio Del Toro was great and Terry Gilliam was such a good actor and had so many good people in it oh, uh, uh, what's his name what's his name um, I keep trying to say Gary Sinise but not Gary Sinise who is the dude in Point Break Gary Ugh. Oh, God. More rabbit holes. No, no, I don't want to go to Amazon. No. Gary Busey. That's what I'm talking about. Gary Busey, okay. I'm he played a cop in Fear and Loathing. He was in one <laughs> excellent scene. Oh, God, so many people in that. Christina Ritchie shows up in that. It's crazy, the cast in that movie. Christina people Ritchie. Are like, yeah, yeah. She's still, she's still out there. I think they're doing an Adam's Family remake. Can we talk about that? Let's not. <laughs> It's not. I'm good on that. I love. We talked about how much we love Raul Julia. He, we brought him up last week because he played M. Bison in the Street Fighter movie, yeah. and he is an actor that it's so sad that he died so early. Because I just, I mean, the Adams Family movies were the first Adams Family that I saw. So people who were fans of the original television series mm. might have been like, "Who is you know this Gomez Adams is f flipping around like a ninja with a sword?" That wasn't what. Um, Ashton, Brian Ashton, Martin Ashton. I can't remember the dude's name. But that guy's really great, too. And I think he was a recurring regular on Night Court. Um, oh, but I love the Adam's Family movies. I think those were like Barry Sonnenfeld movies. God, now i got to look at that, too. Okay, let's take a... Here, actually. No, hold on. We're going to get back to health soon. We'll get back to the movies after that. But, first... I want to see if the Adams Family movies were directed by Barry Sonnenfeld. The first one was, and I'm almost positive the second one was. Angelica Houston was Morticia. Good old Christopher Lloyd was Uncle Fester. He had Dan Hedaya. I don't remember him. I don't remember him in the Adams Family movies anyway. Um, was there something else I wanted to look up? I don't know. All right, we'll get back to... Mm. You know what? Instead of getting back to health, let's let's get into Barry Sonnenfeld. You guys remember Barry Sonnenfeld? Sounds very familiar. I can't sure. think of anything off the top of my head. Well, he directed Men in Black, Wild Wild West, Men in Black 3, Anna's Family, Anna's Family Values. So he, did, he did do the Anna's Family sequel. Oh, yeah, that's right. He just... Oh, man, this movie is not going to get a lot of love these days. He did a... Well... He did Nine Lives, which for some reason my son really wanted to see. It kind of caught me off guard. It's about a talking cat, or the cat, I guess, 
Kevin Spacey's like a busy executive family man who's like losing touch with the people that he loves and I think he gets into an accident and his consciousness uh, takes form in a ha in a cat that the family adopts and as far as those like kid movies go like that kind of thing perfect execution Barry Sonneville did a masterful job it was great uh, all right, I need to I need to dig a little bit deeper. Let's see. Uh, oh, he did a series of unfortunate events, the the Netflix television series. Interesting. Never see that. Ew. I like the movie and the books. Ew, he did the Beverly Hills Cop TV movie from 2013. That's not making me feel very good. Men in Back 3 was excellent, though, 2012. Just saw a few minutes of that again, but I've seen it a while. Eee. Two episodes of the TV series Pushing Daisies. Ugh. Good Lord. Oh, man. Oh, Barry Sonnenfeld. What have you been doing? What have, what have you been doing? Get Shorty was a great movie. He's he not directed that many movies. I feel like I thought there was more. What? Did he do the remake of Get Shorty? No, he did the original Get Shorty. I guess the Adams Family movies, the Men in Black movies, and Get Shorty, and uh, For Love or Money. It's a classic Michael Keaton film from 1993. I believe that, or actually, I'm about to confuse that with something else, I think. Duh. Okay, For Love or Money, 1993, comedy drama romance with Michael J. Fox. Doug is a young man who works all day as a concierge at a luxurious hotel, saving money to make his own business. Unfortunately, when he finds the financial supporter he needs, he discovers... See full summary, and we're not. But I'm sure it's great. Okay, that's not the movie I thought it was. I was actually thinking of Doc Hollywood, maybe. Or, and there was also a movie, I think it was called Greed. <coughs> so, yeah, for love or money, not necessarily a classic. But I can definitely vouch for both Adams Family movies. Get Shorty, no doubt. Uh, Men in Black 1 and 3. Well, that's not a bad, not a bad contribution to, uh, and uh, I guess nine lives. I don't know. Maybe, maybe my opinion on Barry Sonnenfeld is a little bit lower than it used to be. I thought he did more. I thought he did more. I wonder who I'm confusing him with. Oh, one thing that I thought of. We talked a lot of uh, James Cameron a lot. How he's in the conversation for best director ever. You know, of course, we got the Terminator movies, Aliens. He took over the Alien franchise and has produced the best movie in the whole franchise. Uh, you know, over uh, Ridley Scott, the guy who created the damn series. Uh, Terminator 2, one of the best movies ever. Titanic, one of his best picture. Now, the Avatar movies. And, uh, you know, with these movies, James Cameron is one of these people that develops the technology to make the movie. This guy is diving deeper in the ocean than any living human, human has, I believe. Some, some crazy stuff like that. The Abyss. James Cameron did The Abyss, and I thought, heard about this because Michael Bean was just on the Adam Carolla show when their, the co-hosts were filling in for Adam Carolla. Maybe that's why they had such a great actor on. Michael Bean is Michael Bean's great. Michael Bean, you know, it's Kyle Reese from the original Terminator. He was Johnny Ringo in Tombstone, and he was Hicks in Aliens. Ah, Michael Bean is so good. Um, and apparently, and it makes me want to rewatch The Abyss. Because, well, I'm not going to spoil it, but Michael Bean's character sounds pretty pivotal to that, too. And I forgot he was in it, and I forgot it was James Cameron. And that's a great movie. It's been years. I think now's a good time to get back to, uh, take a little detour back to health. Why not? So, 
one of the things that I've railed against time and time again is sugary beverages and sodas and what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother put down a Diet Coke in exchange for a new thing. And I guess it's beginning common enough where she found it in a store because she's not the kind of person who orders things off the internet. And we don't live in L.A. or New York City, so these things are not as common. Uh, Zevia is the zero-calorie sugar sweetened with stevia. And I can personally tell you, not bad. Yeah. Not bad at all. I think, um, I was going to say, as far as sugary drinks, I was just talking to my mom about this because... The other day, she made a comment that I did actually look thinner, and I'm like, really? Because mm. I've been eating like burgers. Mm. <laughs> and like, we but, haven't been eating as bad as you think. Well, what I was going to say is that I have, for a while, I was drinking coffee every morning. I've cut that completely out. Well, coffee with the bad. Yeah. With the, the international cream. delight, sugary. International delight. Or the fake, yeah, just like, it's the French sugar. Vanilla. It's not the coffee, it's the sugar. Yeah. I just want to make sure we all yeah, yeah. No, know not, what we're talking about here. No, it's not like I'm drinking just, because I'm just black coffee. Because coffee's or, not going to make you It's fat. not the coffee, it was just the fact that I was drinking either iced coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. Or Frappuccino yep. from Starbucks. The garbage. Or... I would make my coffee with the cancerous home, inflammatory put, garbage in it. Yeah, and I would also put stuff that makes you f- more fat than fat. Yeah, so I was drinking that every day. I think that's kind of had a big, you know, part of it. Um, but yeah, then as far as like sodas, like I'm drinking a soda now, but I don't really drink. I don't drink that often. It's like kind of just every once in a while, mm-hmm. just when, when I'm out or you know, like we were just out today. And he stopped at 7-Eleven, so I was like, oh, let's get a soda. But yeah, usually, which, for the by most... the way, 7-Eleven, you don't sell no soda water or tonic. Oh, not even in bottles? Yeah. No. There's just not the demand for it, unfortunately. Shame on you. That's There's why not the I demand have... for it. You this is think. the first time I'm drinking tonight. I'm drinking a little bit of Coke with my rum. Bummer, dude. It's disgusting. Like, I, I can't stand <laughs> it. People drink it, People drink it all the time. They drink it Party like it's water. Sugar, caffeine. Disrupting your sleep cycles. It's it making me feel bad. worse, not in a good way. You're supposed to have a few drinks and feel good. This is just making me feel disgusting. Yeah. But I mean, I think that's, I think cutting out like that. Um, I have been, also for breakfast, I've been eating um, oatmeal. At first I was doing like the, the you know, oatmeal with a lot of sugar in it, but just I felt like I needed that just to, you know, kind of give me a stepping stone just eating oatmeal in the morning because I'm used to eating, like, a lot. Like, I used to have to eat so much in the morning or I would feel, like, like you know, kind of blah all day because I felt like I didn't, you know, um, give myself enough nutrients or something. I don't know. I just felt like I always had to eat a lot. But now I've been eating just a bowl of oatmeal. And it's oatmeal that doesn't have, you know, a bunch of sh- added stuff in it, sugars and all that. And I feel like that's been helping a lot, too. That's your breakfast? Yeah, that's my breakfast. Strictly that, maybe a couple strawberries. A lot of people do that. Um, But that was one thing when I looked up, because I felt like breakfast was one meal I could change. And, yeah, I've been just no coffee, just oatmeal, some water, maybe some fruit. Yeah. And then as far as throughout the day, I've tried to stay home more and eat just... Even if, even when I'm eating at home and it's not the best. What do you think's the average time you eat that oatmeal for breakfast? Um, Nine. Yeah, I mean lately we've been sleeping a little bit more. Nine or ten. Yeah, like I would say. So when do you 10, think is the 11. next time you? When do you think is the next time you eat in a day? 
Because one thing that I worry about eating grains for breakfast is Mm -hmm. that you're going to be more, you you know, it's not going to be as satisfying as longer. And it inspires hormones that make Mm -hmm. you crave that kind of, those kind of foods later. No, actually, I think I've kind of trained my body because I don't get like that feeling where I'm I mean, with that said, oatmeal is one of the things that you hear a lot of very healthy people, health conscious people. That is the thing that they have in the morning. You know something? I looked up everybody that's like the oldest living people. Okay, they're like 107, Cigarettes and whiskey, right? 106. You know what all of... The one common denominator I found in common with all of them... Very little sugar. Oatmeal or grits for breakfast? All of them across the board. <laughs> it was the one thing I saw in common for all of them. Really? Their eating habits, yes. Was they start their day with... Not the sugar. Well, who are you... Crappy oatmeal. Where? Who were you looking up? Like, what were you looking up? I was just looking up the... It was an article or something? Oh, no, I was looking or... up like the um oldest people in the world and what they eat like they're mm. eating like what do they eat because they're living proof of you know you can have the theories or whatever of how what to eat and how to but they're live like a, long, a real healthy life lifestyle experiment. but these people are doing it like i don't even plan on seeing a hundred years i do you know i would love to but I, I can't guarantee that like that's that's not a lot of people can guarantee that no it's it's, it's hard anything can happen and um oh, you yeah. know of course, like me being with a cancerous family, I do worry about that. Mm. But, you know, these people, I looked up, I just wanted to see what their eating habits are. Because if they're living proof of it, I wanted to see, you know, do they still work out? Did they work out all their life? Like, what do they do? The one thing I found in common with all of them was oatmeal or grits mm. for breakfast. I found it crazy. And it was like 12 people. Well, where did you find this information? I mean? can't tell you right. I, okay. was, this was a little while ago. Okay. I just remember looking at this. This was this was probably like a year ago. Okay. And I remember telling her about it. I was reading it to her as I was reading. Um, I was telling her about it as I was reading it, and that's that's the one thing I found interesting. Interesting. Well, but not the crappy. I'm talking like they were eating like the real. Like the you real know, deal oh deal. yeah, the real deal yeah. or the real deal grits, and they weren't adding like sugar. All of them would add like strawberries or blue, like you know, real fruit to it. Okay. I mean, a lot of people do. A lot of people do that. Oatmeal is a lot of things. A lot of a lot of healthy people eat. So I don't know. Another healthy thing that we brought up last week, and I've done. Uh, bare minimum of research on as we sit here was about whether or not microwaving food makes it healthy or not I think the old time microwaves used to be used to give off radiation so those weren't good but I believe they've removed the radioactive elements from microwaves and I mean it's hard to know who to trust and I I probably don't agree with everything that they say but I found this nice article from Harvard that uh, talks about, all right, does the microwave kill nutrients? Some nutrients break down when, and I quote, some nutrients break down when they're exposed to heat. Okay, I guess I go to the title of the article too. This is from Harvard Health Publishing, Harvard Medical School, Microwave Cooking and Nutrition. Is microwave food healthy? Updated August 1st, 2017, published January 2015. So relatively recent. Some nutrients break down when they're exposed to heat, quote, whether it is from a microwave or a regular oven. Vitamin C is perhaps the clearest example, but because microwave cooking times are shorter, cooking with a microwave does a better job of preserving vitamin C and other nutrients that break down when heated. Oh, 
interesting. As far as vegetables go, cooking them in water robs them of some of their nutritional value because the nutrients leach out into the cooking water. For example, boiled broccoli loses glucosinolate, the sulfur-containing compound that may give the vegetable its cancer-fighting properties, as well as the taste that many find distinctive and some find disgusting. Is steaming vegetables, even microwave steaming, better? In some respects, yes. For example, steamed broccoli holds on to more glucosinolate than boiled or fried broccoli. The cooking method that best retains nutrients is one that cooks quickly, heats food for the shortest amount of time, and uses as little liquid as possible. Microwaving meets those criteria. Using the microwave with a small amount of water essentially seems to from the inside out. That keeps more vitamins and minerals than almost any other cooking method and shows microwave food and shows microwave food can indeed be healthy. Do, 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 do. That's the whole article. <laughs> That's all I needed to know, Harvard. Thanks. <laughs> Sold. I was pretty, I, I've, I've looked this up in the past. I microwave a lot of my food, especially my vegetables, because I just don't always have time to clean that cast iron, man. That thing is just too much. It's yeah. too much. I, I, I can't. It, Microwave time. meals, you just have time is just short, man. I gotta run through my life like I'm George it's Jetson. Hard. I need things automated. Lucky I don't go through the drive thru. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. Well, I'm lucky I don't go through the drive thru. Mm -hmm. More. Not very much. No, it's It's been a while. Oh. It's hard to make food fresh. It takes up a lot of your time. Mm -hmm. But if you can, you know, it's better for you. Well, like I said, I've been making my veggie smoothies three at a time. So I do my, I basically do meal prep twice a week. I do the veggie smoothies twice a week, and I cook meat, basically, twice a week, and that will last me for the half of the week since I cooked it, or sometimes there's a little bit of overlap to keep things maybe not literally fresh, but to me fresh, so I can mm -hmm. mix up the different things that I've made and all that. Just got to learn how to adapt and steal the time. Yeah, fight back. Fight back against the crap. <laughs> Are you guys got any uh, more health stuff to say? I think we'll save more of the pop culture for the next mm, for the next installment, and uh, perhaps we will catch our breath. Bueller, Bueller, Breaker, Breaker, Niner, Niner. We hope you had fun at the table, everybody. We love when you come by, and we really appreciate your time. Please tell your friends about us. Like, share, retweet, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. Where are you? Where you fight fans and seasoned vets can also find a better fight cast. Your tightest coverage of the UFC and all things mixed martial arts. The purest, best of sport you can follow. Follow Joe Newbauer at Jonas MMA. Gabrielle Tambone at Gabby underscore T. Sean Newbauer at MMA underscore Insomniac. And me, Matt Crocomo at Matthew J. Better. We love you guys and girls and everyone else. Peace.